0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's word with you on these daily devotionals, and I pray they're a great blessing to you and your family as well. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church and how you can come alongside of us, our website is flatcreekchurch.net. Please go there and you can find all the information you need to know about us. We are now in the book of Acts chapter twenty, uh, chapter 2 and we are looking uh, specifically at verse 42 in the text. Now when we think about this, friends, right now we are looking at this idea Of being the church of favor. In Acts chapter 2, verse 47, Luke records that the church, this early church, had favor with all people. Now, over the last two days, we have been setting the foundation, kind of giving the pillars of what it means and how to become a church of favor. Number one, you've got to stand on the book, you've got to be in the word. Your church, you've got to stand. On this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And so friends, if you're going to be in a church of favor, or you want your church to be a church of favor, you get in the book. You, you have a church body that believes in the Bible, elevates the Bible, and allows the Bible to speak. I'm just telling you, friends, there is a need in this day and age for good biblical preaching. Stand on the word. Don't back off of the word. Don't water it down. Put your feet on the rock of Jesus Christ. Look at the audience in the eye and say, thus saith the Lord. And just preach the book. That's all you have to do. Friends, that's the, that's the church growth strategy that we need to get back to. You know, there are many today that will come out with books and churches will spend millions of dollars to learn how to grow and these different things. Friends, I'll tell you, I'm just a simple man. I believe you just preach the book because the Bible says if the Son of Man is lifted up, he'll draw all people to himself. So in my heart... Friends, I take that literally. Just lift up the book. Just lift high the Lord Jesus Christ and lives will be changed. Not only did they devote themselves, the church of favor, to the apostles' teaching, but they also devoted themselves to the fellowships, to getting together, to being together, to worshiping together, to calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ together. They didn't want to be isolated. They wanted to be together. They knew the importance of the fellowship not only that friends but we continue on the Bible says number 3 the church of favor verse 42 of the book of Acts they broke bread together now there are two things here that we want to draw out I'm going to kind of give you the simple and then I'm going to give you the profound Okay, so when we think about breaking of bread there are two things here number 1 is kind of that simple application and this is just they shared meals with each other uh, friends, I'll tell you something. It's it's good to share a meal with a brother and sister in Christ periodically. It really is. It's a good thing. When you sit down and you share a meal with somebody in their home or at a restaurant or even in a church fellowship hall, you get to know the person. You can talk about family. You can talk about sports. You can talk about the job. You can talk about sicknesses, whatever it might be. But when you sit down and you eat with somebody, it just brings a, a sense of fellowship, a sense of brotherhood, a sense of sisterhood, a sense of connection that you don't have if you don't sit down and eat with people. And so they sat down and they broke bread together. Now, friends, one thing, and it's just kind of joking around, uh, one thing uh, that we can say about the Baptist church that we do good is we like to eat together. Now, friends, when we think about it, actually, it's biblical for us to eat together. I know pastors right now who every Sunday when their service is over, their church immediately goes to the fellowship hall to share lunch with one another just so they can have that sense of community, that sense of fellowship, that sense of oneness. And so they can get to know each other. And friends, it's good. It's good to share a meal with other people. I'll just tell you there have been times all over the world in missionary journeys and then uh, here in the States as a pastor that I'll go into a home and sit down with a family and I'll share a meal with them. And, and those are some of the sweetest times. You laugh together, you cry together, you learn about each other's families, you hear each other's stories, what's going on in life. Friends, I'll just tell you, is good. Now that's the simple. Break bread together. Go share a meal with somebody. Friends, listen, I'll just say this one more time. If you're not doing this, you know, think of somebody in your church family right now that maybe you don't know so well, but you want to get to know better. Pick up the phone and call them and just say, hey, brother, hey, sister, would you like to sit down this week for breakfast? We'll we'll meet somewhere and tell you what, I'll buy it. We'll sit down and we'll fellowship together and just want to get to know you a little bit better. And I promise you, friends, it'll do something for your soul. That's the simple. Secondly, the profound. They broke bread together. Can I tell you what I think this really draws our hearts into when they talk about breaking the bread together? Remember that the Lord Jesus Christ had told the church that when they came together and they met to remember him through the observance of the Lord's Supper. And friends, that's one of the ordinances of the church uh, even into our age, and it has been since the earliest days of the church, the remembering of the Lord's Supper—that last meal where the Lord Jesus Christ broke the bread with his disciples and drank the wine—it was that night that the Lord Jesus Christ said that the, the breaking of the bread is what is. Is, is the breaking of his body, the drinking of the wine or the juice that is the, the drinking of the blood of Christ taking it upon yourselves. And, and friends when they were gathered together they would break the bread. They would they would they would observe this this solemn ordinance of, of the believer's life, this union with Christ in the and in the breaking of the bread and and the, the drinking of the, the juice, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there was a deep, intimate connection, not just with brother and sister, but with the Lord Jesus Christ himself because it was a remembrance of what Jesus had done in their lives. And friends, I'm just, you know, I think about the church today and friends, a lot of times the Lord's Supper just kind of gets overlooked or or it just kind of becomes this kind of like this thing that we do on special occasions. Friends, I'm just telling you, There's there's something about being in the room when the Lord's Supper is taken. And you're looking across that congregation of people. And of course, as a pastor, I get a unique seat. You know, I I get to watch. I get to watch. Because I'm standing at the front. I get to see everybody. But, But I'm just telling you, as you stand in that position, and you're looking out across the congregation, you see people weeping. You see people in in postures of repentance, other people in praise. You, You see people in this solemn moment as they are considering all that Jesus has done for them. Friends, it's good. It's good to... to to remember what Jesus has done for us. I believe sometimes in the church, we can get so far removed from salvation, meaning so many years have spanned between the moment of salvation and where we are in our walk with Christ, that sometimes we can lose a little bit of the effect of our salvation. And maybe we lose a little bit of the gravity of what Jesus has done for us. And so when we break the bread and we take of the cup, what we're doing in that moment is we're consciously reminding ourselves of the sacrifice that was made on our behalf. And so friends, we need to be about the breaking of bread, not just the the fellowship, not just the the sharing of a meal, but sitting down at the Lord's table in remembrance of him. And so friends, today I want to encourage you, if you're a pastor or you're a part of a church and you haven't observed the Lord's supper in a while, I want to encourage you to, to get out the bread to get out the cup, and to have the Lord's Supper in your church this coming Sunday. Let it be a blessing as you remember what Jesus Christ has done for you. Friends, I love you. I I praise God for you. And look forward to us continuing this walk through the book of Acts. I'll see you next time on New Horizons.